What is up, you guys? You are tuning in to the Health Without Limits podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Prestano, a personal trainer, nutrition coach, teacher, wife, dog mom to two, and mommy to be. Wow, that's weird to say. After too many years of playing it cool and trying to live up to society's standards, I decided it was time to share my voice. I hope that this is a place you will come to share your journey and to feel supported on your way. We'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just some good old girl chat. Thanks for coming along. Let's get going. What is up, you guys? You are back for another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. This week, I have a guest on the podcast. Kayla Michaud is on, and I really hope I said her last name correctly. She helped me out at the end of the podcast. Um, but Kayla is a dietitian, and we connected through social media, through Instagram. Um, we had the connection through First Form, and she is a new mom, but I started following her journey more towards the beginning of her pregnancy. I felt like I really resonated with her. She stayed you know, super active during her pregnancy, shared a lot of um, really great content. So it's been fun to follow her and now watch her as a mom of a two-month-old. So we talk on the podcast just about motherhood and navigating that newborn life while also still, you know, trying to get some movement in, trying to find some time for yourself and not having, you know, that mom guilt that lots of us hear about. So this was a really great uh, conversation with her today and I hope that you guys enjoy it. I will put Kayla's information in the show notes of where you guys can find her. And don't forget while you're here to subscribe, comment, um, rate the podcast, share it out, tag us on social media, do all the things because I'm having so much fun doing this for you guys and I'd love to hear from you. So hi Kayla, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Hello, thanks for having me. And people will hear a little bit in the intro just about um, who you are, but why don't you just dive in, give a little bit of a background about who you are and what you do. Perfect. So I am a registered dietitian. I have been for a little over three years now. Um, I kind of got into the fitness industry in high school, I would say. I got into, you know, working out, exercise, and so I actually went to college with an exercise science major, thinking that's what I really wanted to go into. Um, but after taking my like basic nutrition class that was required, I really found my love and passion for all things food, of course. <laughs> so I kind of did a alternate route, changed my major junior year to nutrition and dietetics and kind of went that route, which has been so amazing. Um, I feel like during my internship, I didn't necessarily feel like I found my calling with any of my rotations, so it got me a little nervous entering the workforce, but now that I am doing a lot of outpatient therapy, kind of one-on-one, I'm able to really, you know, build a relationship with people and work um, on their goals with nutrition and exercise, which is kind of combining both of my loves, so yeah. that's kind of a little bit about me and how I got started into my, you know, professional career. Okay. And who, like, do you have a certain clientele that you primarily work at, work with? Currently, no. Um, I do a virtual, I'm working for Vita Health, and so it's all virtual um, one-on-one appointments through video chat. So okay. I work with men, women with typically diabetes, type 2 diabetes is our main clientele, but as far as ages, demographics, things like that, it's 
really a variety of people. Okay. And that's nice. So you've been able to just work from home even before the pandemic. That was like your yeah. norm, which yeah. is probably so, so we nice. Moved to Northern Virginia, middle of July. So before that, I was working in a hospital in Tennessee doing outpatient counseling there, but it was just in person. So I kind of just transitioned to the virtual world. That's been so nice with our our little addition that we have now. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, to kind of transition into that, uh, how is that going? Like, how are you? How is newborn life? (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's chaos, to be honest. But honestly, I think the hardest part right now or the biggest change is just kind of a schedule. We have absolutely no schedule. So working from home is really nice because I make my own schedule, Mm -hmm. but I do have to have a set schedule week to week. So I kind of block hours where I think he's going to be napping or my husband's home or kind of those different things that I know I can have help or fingers crossed he's asleep, but typically it doesn't always work out that way. So he's on a lot of my video calls. He (laughs) behaves for most of them. Oh, good. Um, But as far as just him, He's just, we're, it's his world. We're just living in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's all his his schedule. Yeah, I've been following, like, along on what you share on your stories and all that, and it's just, and how old is he now? Is he two months? He is two months, a little over two months. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's still, like, a transition for you guys and a transition for him. Yep. To get into all that. I can't oh, yeah. imagine. So... <laughs> How overall, like, how was your pregnancy? Because I know that's actually how I first kind of found your page is through the connection through first form and then also just from the beginning of your pregnancy. And, you know, you seem to stay active during your pregnancy, which was really fun to watch. But, you know, from start to finish, how was your pregnancy? Yeah, so the first trimester was rough. I started feeling symptoms around like week five or six. So it was pretty early, super nauseous, throwing up, kind of you know, just tired all the time, mm-hmm. the classics. So honestly, it was more mentally defeating than physically at that point. It, I felt like I looked the same, but I couldn't do what I was doing before. Yeah. So it was kind of a weird transition of, whereas the end of pregnancy, you're like, all right, well, I've gained 30 pounds. Obviously, I can't do what I was doing before. Right, right. In the beginning, it was kind of, I, I look the same, I kind of feel the same, but I just can't do the things I was doing before. So it was kind of a mental transition for me um just kind of going on walks when I felt decent and honestly just laying around a lot Mm -hmm. so that was kind of the first three months yeah the second trimester was heaven (laughs) I feel like it's when your bump is cute and tiny um, but you can still do the things you were doing before so I was running lifting I was working out pretty much what I was doing beforehand so that was really really nice and that's kind of when the first wave of the pandemic started so everyone was kind of transitioning to home workouts anyways mm-hmm. so I kind of just transitioned along with that doing mm-hmm. kind of dumbbell stuff at home right um, doing more workout videos on Instagram things like that so then the third trimester was honestly just let's get in some movement every day yeah so it was kind of whatever I felt like doing whether it was riding our peloton going on a walk I did some strength stuff but nothing crazy heavy or really Mm -hmm. exhaustive um, but just kind of getting in some sort of movement to stay active right yeah and I feel like I've said you know being active and moving in this pregnancy I think is just what's like saving me because I was the same way in the first trimester like 
I could not do my normal workout routine. I usually would get up in the morning and work out and I couldn't do that anymore. And it just felt like so defeating. And like, I don't know about you, but like with my nausea and my sickness, like carbs were the only thing that would take care of that. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm like eating so much food and I'm not working out. And you're right. Like, it's just such a mental, a mental issue, like to go through all of that. Yeah, it's, but would you say, like, did your perspective at all on, like, health, fitness, nutrition, like, did it change at all throughout your pregnancy, or did you feel like you were in a pretty solid place with it? I feel like I went into it very active and kind of had a good foundation, but I feel like physical activity became more of my mental release, like you said, more than my physical performance. I think before getting pregnant, it was trying to increase strength or trying to get faster or Mm -hmm. you know trying to hit these goals that I had of mine whereas during pregnancy it really was just let me like release some stress or just do something that makes me feel like myself because honestly I feel like by the end of pregnancy I felt kind of weird in my body I've never been that big I've never been like that slow or whatever (laughs) so it was definitely more um, of a mental release and a mental de-stress than it was to try to like reach some physical goals well yeah like when you say goals it's funny I talked with someone about that the other day like I was so used to exercising for a goal whether it was like right before I got pregnant I ran a half marathon so like my goal was to do that or gain strength or you know get shredded or whatever it is and like at this point no matter what you do in pregnancy like you're not going to be losing weight. You're not going to be growing your core in that way. So it's like you kind of have to find that mental release for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, you're recently getting back into your fitness routine now. You shared that a little bit on your page. How has that been? So definitely not a linear thing. I feel like the day I got cleared to work, well, I'll, I'll go back even further. The day I delivered him, I was like, this is amazing. I have my body back. Like, things are great. So I felt a lot more like myself kind mm-hmm. of right off the bat, which was amazing. And then the day I got cleared to work out, it was like, it's go time. Like, you were I'm ready. So excited for yeah. you to go. I kind of, in my mind, I knew things would be different, but it was weird once I actually started acting out that they were so different. I had no strength. I was on the Stairmaster for like 30 seconds, huffing and puffing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was back to square one. So it was definitely a weird transition to get back into it. I kind of anticipated, oh, after you know a few workouts, I'll be right back where I was before. But now we're you know another month and a half in since I've started working out and I'm still nowhere close to where I was before. So I kind of went up and down and up and down. So definitely, learning every day, giving myself a lot of grace, yeah. but um, I, I really love that outlet that I have of right. working out, so it is kind of fun almost to start from square one of let's rebuild some strength back and True. Yeah. have those goals all over again. Yeah, it's like a whole new, a whole new journey for you, exactly. which is cool. And you mentioned that you were going to start seeing a pelvic floor therapist. Did you start that yet? I have not. Okay. So... We have a lot going on. We're moving next month. Oh, gosh. So um, we're going to start, or I was going to start at the beginning of January to kind of schedule those appointments. My sister is actually a pelvic floor therapist. Oh, okay. um, And I follow a couple women as well on Instagram who are PTs or 
pre-postnatal certified, things like that. So I've been doing a lot of those, like, breath work mm-hmm. exercises and, like, slowly strengthening my core again. I'm not doing anything crazy ab-wise. Mm-hmm. It's more just, like, that in-out breathing to really activate my core. But as far as seeing a pelvic floor therapist, waiting till the beginning of the year and hopefully okay. go from there. Yeah. I actually, um, I recently went to a pelvic floor therapist just because I wanted to like kind of preemptively prepare myself because I, you know, you hear all these things about like, here's the breathing you should be doing and the exercises. And I felt like I wasn't doing them right. And like the personal trainer in me just kind of wanted that extra coaching. So it's been, it's been interesting because they're right now very flexible with what they can do with me because I don't necessarily like have an injury or have like a need. So they're just kind of like, we can make the routine week by week, whatever you want it to be to prepare you and kind of get yourself set up. And then that way I can just carry with them postpartum and, and build up the strength postpartum, which will probably be a whole new journey. That's awesome. So are you doing kind of that breathing work and stuff? Yep, so they have me doing the breath work, and then interestingly, they have me, like, working on my hips, too, because your hips are connected to your pelvic floor, and so, like, that was their big thing, is, like, okay, we gotta, like, work on that, and so it's been kind of cool. That would be fun. Yeah. I think that'll help probably a lot during delivery and after. That's what I'm hoping. I'm, like, I, like, fear the unknown, so that's what I told them. I'm, like, I just need to be as prepared as I can. Yeah. Yeah, not that you can. Is first? It is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But, <laughs> yeah. So now you talked about, too, as you're getting back into your routine, like having that release, having that time. And you shared on your page, too, about the idea of, like, mom guilt. So, like, how is that for you? Because I know, like, I get, like, dog mom guilt if I leave my dogs for too long. So, like, how are you navigating that? Honestly... I don't have a lot of that mom guilt leaving him because the second, I mean, first off, he's not really screaming. I'm like, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need um, that. <laughs> the second I walk into the gym or I'm going on a run or going on a walk, it's kind of like just so nice. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's it's quiet. I can play my own music and not play like his little lullabies. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of in the zone. So I feel as if it kind of all goes away. I feel like the biggest mom guilt or kind of the most opinions I get from other moms is in regards to like sleeping, whether it's in a bassinet or co-sleeping or in a docketot or whether it's breastfeeding or formula, kind of those sort of things, which doesn't bother me. I'm going to do what I want to do and he's happy and fed and whatever. So as far as kind of working out for me time, as long as my husband's with him, someone's hanging out with him, I think we're we're all good on that. that yeah, regard. and that's I mean that's a good mindset to have. But I, I could totally see that where you just kind of get to a place where you're like, okay, I need my I need my me time. Like, oh yeah, by the time it's ready or the time it comes, I'm like, all right, yeah, I deserve this. Yeah. You can hang out with him for an hour. Yeah. So, like, how are you balancing all of this now, as far as your nutrition and your fitness and your exercise routine, like? with motherhood and working still and sleepless nights like how do you find that balance it's just it's chaos every day is a little different I feel like beforehand I planned my day every hour it was kind of like the morning hours the afternoon the evening and now it's like 
I give myself like three or four things that I have to get done today, whether or not it's kind of appointments for work or the laundry or, you know, whatever it might be. So I give myself three really like non-negotiables. This is what we got to do and kind of just figure out the day as it goes, wherever he's napping or wherever he's just like chilling by himself, kind of that sort of thing as far as plans go. As far as nutrition and workouts, workouts go during nap times always. Mm -hmm. Um, hope most of the time I can get in at least 20 minutes mm -hmm. and then my husband works from home a few days a week so I do longer like gym workouts on those days so as long as we're getting in movement if he's crying I strap him in a harness and take him on a walk mm -hmm. so we kind of get in some movement that way um, nutrition has been all over the place honestly yeah. uh, some days I eat normal meals I eat on time other days this morning I had a muffin and then didn't eat again until 1 30. Mm -hmm. so it was kind of just whatever yep. whatever's around I've been doing a lot more sandwiches for lunch mm -hmm. versus like making a lunch yep um, so honestly just finding what is really easy what's quick and what can I do during the day because of course the second he starts screaming when he's hungry I have to feed him before I eat so right it's it's all interesting and different every day, but we're navigating. Yeah, you have to be flexible. Exactly, yeah. we're learning. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure it helps a ton that you know your mindset around fitness seems to have always been kind of in a good place where you're using it for that mental outlet. So if you do have to stop in the middle of your home workout and go for a walk instead, you're still getting you know that mental release, and it's it's just different. Yeah, and that's why I feel like in college when I worked out, it was I have to work out for an hour, I have to be like doing this sort of like muscle group, I have to do this, I have to do that, kind of more rules, whereas now it's like, if I can get in 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, a walk later on, like we're good to go. So right. it's definitely changed in the sense of we're just fitting it in where we can. And I think, I mean, that'll carry with you throughout motherhood because we're not going to have time for hour long workouts and then cardio later. And, you know, it's, it has to be where you can find those pockets of time or when you can include them in your workout. Yep. Yep. That's it. We have a jogging stroller. We haven't broken out yet, but yeah. we're ready to take them on some runs here. Oh soon. yeah. Yeah. So what would you say if you had to pick one thing, what has been like the biggest curveball that motherhood has thrown at you? I feel like people say sleep, and honestly, yes, that's true, but for me, it's just time. It is, I didn't necessarily, I obviously knew babies were a lot of work, and it was going to be different, but I feel like the second he goes down for a nap, it is like you have to be so intentional about every single thing you're doing. There is no, like, let me just sit down and relax and watch a little bit of the show or something else is not getting done. So for me, it's number one, realizing how much time I wasted before having a kid, just kind of doing binge watching Netflix mm -hmm. or just scrolling on my phone mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Whereas now it is, if I have five minutes here, five minutes there, like that's, that's a lot. If I yeah. can sit down and just chill, that's, that's a win. So for me, I think that was a curveball of, just being selfish with my own time and now you just can't be anymore um, yeah so any chance I get to have like a second I'm taking it yeah I mean that makes sense it's 
I can't like I keep trying to put myself in that in that mindset and I know you just you can't even plan and prepare for it you just kind of like roll with it once you're in it and it is what it is and you'll you'll figure it out I mean you all got 24 hours so whether yeah I mean I pump like four or five times a day so that's already almost an hour of my day of just pretty much doing nothing or I'm feeding him four or five times a day which is probably another hour so not really being able to do anything so kind of those hours you're like what was I doing before Um, (laughs) yeah just keeping him alive yeah and how's that going, like, with your husband and finding time for you guys? Like, how has that transition been for you? We don't have a lot of just us time. Typically, his evening nap is when we hang out for, like, make dinner and hang out. We traveled to his parents for Christmas for a week, so we had a lot of helping hands for the last week for Christmas, which was amazing Mm -hmm. so my mother-in-law watched him for like six or seven hours while we went skiing so that was kind of refreshing to just be like hey hang out with him while we just like go on a little date so that was fun time my parents have visited a few times we've gotten to just like go out for coffee or like run to target or little things like that just to kind of like do things together right but a lot of our time is just passing them back and yep. forth. <laughs> so it is, we're still kind of figuring out what our date nights look like. And we typically didn't do a lot of date nights even before having him. Mm-hmm. We more so went on trips. We're big trip people. So we are planning on going a lot of places in 2021 with him and without him. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be kind of our alone time or yeah. whether we're going with a bunch of our family members and they'll be able to kind of watch him for a little bit. So. Right. That's kind of our plan moving forward. Well, and you guys are still like in the very beginning stages too, you know. So it's great that yeah. you were able to at least like find a little bit of that time for yourselves as you're still just like totally navigating newborn life. Yeah, exactly. We'll hopefully figure out more of a, a schedule down the road. Yeah, exactly. So as we wrap up, what would you say for like anybody listening that's like a mom to be or planning to get pregnant? Like, what would be your tip or your advice at this point of the journey that you're in for those people? For me, I think it's honestly, I find myself getting worked up too much. I think sometimes I have to say, hey, take a step back. Like, he looks different today than he did yesterday. Kind of just soak it. And I know that sounds so cliche, but sometimes when he's just sleeping on me and I'm I'm tired or kind of like, let's go to bed, like, come on, why are you crying? Whatever it might be. I just want to kind of remind myself to just like, look at him just take it in like this human like you 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 made him sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like holy cow like we have a baby in the house like where did he come from (laughs) so it's still all like so kind of surreal Mm -hmm. um but I do find myself if he's screaming or just like fussy to be like stop crying like what's wrong Mm -hmm. and I think it's just kind of that reminder of every single day is flying he's literally almost two and a half months old and I don't know where the time went because pregnancy sure felt like years yeah (laughs) so now that he's here I'm like oh my gosh like slow down a little bit yeah um so it definitely is kind of just a day by day thing I feel like yeah that's and that's so true. Like I've said, where I'm like, okay, this pregnancy is like dragging. I'm not one of those people that like, I love being pregnant. I'm just not no, one of those people. Not. <laughs> so yeah. And I, 
I feel like I'm fortunate because when I am due at the end of April, so I can I can take my maternity leave. I'm a teacher, like through yeah. to the summer, and that'll at least give me more time. But I feel like I'm gonna need to kind of give myself that same reminder of like yeah. stop trying to speed up time and try to make them you know the perfect sleeper, the perfect whatever, and just yeah. enjoy where they are. Exactly. It's definitely a learning process. We yeah. were prepared for absolutely nothing. And yeah. We have Amazon primed a lot of things in the last few months. <laughs> like, we need this tomorrow. Thank God for that. Well, I love following, you know, your journey and all your pictures and cute videos on Instagram and keeping up with all that. So it'll be fun to kind of see where this journey continues to take you um but as we wrap up why don't you share where people could find you um on social media or wherever you most often are yep so my social media i typically use instagram the most my handle is it's k niche so it's k-a-y-m-i-c-h underscore fit life f-i-t-l-i-f-e so that's kind of my last name is me show i know it's not spelled like that but that's (laughs) how you pronounce it um so it's a little funky facebook is kind of just my private Facebook if you want to join my Facebook group, which is a private group that I share, kind of health fitness tips, do workouts live once a week, things like that. That name is Health Wins. You can just search that on Facebook and just ask to be in the group and I will let you in. Perfect. And I will put those things in the show notes too so that people can find those if they're looking for it. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Health Without Limits podcast. You guys know that I appreciate your support more than anything and really love having this outlet to just share my voice too. Don't forget to reach out to me on social media so that we can connect. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Both of those will be in the notes section of this episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one.